welcome my beloved family. Actually, welcome to both of my beloved families. My multitude family, heart to heart, and my chosen few family of a hope kingdom ministry. Welcome. Our Father, Yah, put it on my heart that both of you should hear this message, this very important message titled, The Dangers of Strife. Beloved, what is strife? Do we really understand the meaning of strife? Because we cannot and will not know the dangers of strife if we don't understand and know what it is. Maybe you just call it drama. You say there's drama in your life. You'll call someone who's always a problem a, quote, drama queen. (laughs) You know, I think before we get into this teaching on strife, we should make sure we know the definition, the true meaning of strife. I wrote some things down for you describing it. Strife. Let's start with this. Strife destroys unity. Did you hear that? Strife destroys unity. Anger or bitter disagreement over fundamental issues. Bitter, sometimes violent conflict or dissension. Friction. Discord, disagreement, dispute, argument, quarreling, bickering, controversy, contention, disharmony, bad feeling, hostility, animosity, trouble or difficulty of any kind. Here's more. Disruption. Disturbance. Agitation. Upset. Turmoil. Disorder. Chaos. Uproar. And beloved, there's a lot more. This is all strife. Different ways of strife being in your life. And here's one of the biblical meanings of strife. A fight for superiority. Contest either by intellectual or physical efforts. Contention in anger or enmity. Contest. Struggle for victory. Quarrel or war. Here's a little verse. I and my people were at great strife with the children of Ammon. Judges 12, 2. Family. Strife may be carried on between students, between students and teachers, vocalists and musicians, employees and employers, between pastors and elders, 
pastors and even pastors and the congregation or the congregation, you know, the church. Strife comes in many forms. But strife, you know what they say about strife, right? Where there's strife, there is confusion and every evil work. Do you get that? Every evil work. And confusion, who's the father of confusion? That's Satan. That's right, that's Satan. We do not, you do not, I do not want strife in our lives. We don't want to live in strife. Now let's uh, get on with this teaching. Strife is Satan's way into your life. Satan's inroads. Beloved, since we're in a spiritual battle, we can't afford to indulge, if you will, the luxury of strife. If you think that a certain amount of strife is just normal, the way you're supposed to live, sweetheart, you are absolutely wrong. Strife should be nowhere in your life. You know, our Yah is, a, is the allure of peace. Well, the Bible says that um, God of peace, and you can see that in Romans 15, 33. Now, the God of peace be with you, be with you all. Romans 16, 20. And Yah, the Bible says, the God of peace will crush Satan under your feet shortly. The grace of our master, Yahusha Mashiach, Bible says, our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Now, we are created in his image. That's what it says in Genesis 127. We are made in his image. You know, that 126 says, let us make man in our image, in our likeness. Is strife in his likeness, in his image? The answer to that is no. The fruit of his spirit working in our lives is peace. Peace. And you can find that in Galatians 5.22. It says, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. You, you know, you ought to actively stand against and fight strife, recognizing that every time you get into it, a door is open for anything the enemy wants to do in your life. Did you hear me? Every time you get into strife, a door is open for anything the enemy wants to do in your life. Satan has access to you when you're in strife. 
Did you know that? Some of you, you know that are, you forget about it, you ignore it, but it's real. Satan has a way in to your life when you're in strife. You see, the devil is trying to destroy your life today, every day. He's trying to destroy your life. You could become overwhelmed with that and be fearful with the fact that the devil is trying to destroy your life every day, today and every day. Now, it can make you fearful, but Yah, you may say God, is always going about seeking who will respond to him. I love quote, quoting the verse where he says, where it says, the eyes of Yahuwah, the Bible says the Lord, runs, not walks, not lurks, but runs to and fro throughout the whole earth to be strong on the behalf of those whose heart are dedicated to him, who's perfect toward him, who's trusting him. I love that. That should give you assurance, you know, while the devil is lurking about seeing whom he may devour. In other words, who will let him devour them? Because, beloved, he can't devour you without your permission. That's right. I know you're not saying, hey, Satan, come devour me. No, but if you're in strife, <laughs> you're giving him interest. You're giving him permission. If you're in strife, unforgiveness, uh, hate, all of that, you're opening the door to him. You heard what he said, to do whatever he wants to do in your life. <sighs> Our father is trying to get his anointing, his power, and barakah, which blessings, into your life, into our life. So there's no reason to panic and freeze up in fear because Yahuwah, our Heavenly Father, is definitely, definitely greater than the devil. I know you all agree with me on that. However, you do need to sober up and realize that you're in a battle. You are in a battle. And do you remember where I said the battlefield is, beloved? The battlefield is right between your ears. It's your mind. And what is the battle for? The battle is for your mind. I always like to remind you, never, ever forget that. Although many people would like to see blind eyes and deaf ears opened, would you? I would. Terminal diseases healed, the dead raised, and financial baraka blessings, the way people like Andrew Womack, um, Heidi Baker, uh, and some of the older ones, John G. Lake, uh, Smith's Wigglesworth, so many others, all by Yah's grace, of course. But they're not willing to spend the time yielding to to and fellowshipping with Yahuwah, which your Bible will say the Lord, in his word, prayer, and obedience. People aren't willing to, to, to do what it takes to set time up 
aside for him, to set yourself aside for him, to be in his presence, in his word, in prayer, and obedience. Remember, obedience is the greatest form of worship. Prayer is worship. But so many people would rather be out in the world indulging indulging their flesh. Pleasing that flesh, that this wicked flesh that's going to crumble and go back to dirt. It's just dirt. Don't let your dirt rule you. This body is just dirt. And if you can't control yourself, <laughs> you're, you're being controlled by dirt. And that's not... <laughs> That's not a good thing, is it? Doesn't sound good. Beloved, one thing, you can't be tempted with something you don't think. If you're not thinking about sinning, if you're not thinking about committing adultery, if you're not thinking about fornicating, if you're not thinking about lusting uh, uh, pornography, thinking about having sex with somebody else's wife, Let's read Hebrews, Hebrews 11, 15 says, And truly, no, let's see. Speaking of um, Abraham and Sarah, and truly if they had called to mind that country from which they had come out, they would have had opportunity to return. In other words, if they had focused on and thinking and thinking about what they left when things got hard or there were trials they would have went back to their their old country instead of going on to a place where Yah was leading them to where he was going to Baruch them, bless them immensely if we would quit opening ourselves up to envy, strife, division, and all the other negative things our society uses for entertainment. Satan wouldn't have an inroad into our lives. He would not have a way into our lives. Let me say that to you again. If we would quit opening ourselves up to envy, strife, jealousy, division, and all the other negative things our society uses for entertainment, you know, pornography, whatever, Satan wouldn't have these inroads into our lives. He wouldn't be able to come in and do what he wanted to do. Beloved, if you want righteous relationships, your Bible would say godly, you have to start guarding your tongue keeping your tongue hold in your peace you could say quote that scripture set a watch oh Yah, before my mouth and guard the door to my lips that's what david prayed we have to start guarding our tongue our tongue is a deadly weapon and the tongue can be very wicked Strife is much more deadly than a poisonous snake. Did you know that? Strife is much more dangerous than a poisonous rattlesnake. 
or a mamba, one of the black poisonous snakes in Africa, mamba. You can't tolerate envy, strife, unforgiveness, or any other negative emotion. We just can't tolerate that in our lives. And beloved, whatever you tolerate, it'll never change. If you say, well, that's just the way I am. I had someone say to me the other day, well, I just can't, I can't help it. I said, oh, yes, you can. Yes, you can. And as long as you feel like I can't help it or this is just how I am, you're going to be food for Satan. You're going to be a sitting duck for Satan. You're just going to be a puppet. He's going to pull your strings and he's pulling your strings to mess up your life, mess up relationships, and cause you to lose your peace, your joy, and he wants to cause you to lose your salvation. Yeah. He wants you in hell with him for eternity. But we're not going to let that happen, are we, beloved family? No, we're not. You see, because as you give more and more of a place to the devil, I guarantee that it will cost you something. It will cost you a lot. But they say sin will take you further than you want to go cost you more than you want to pay and keep you longer than you want to stay. Sin, that's what they call the, 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 the prison of sin, the bondage of sin. You're, when you're living in sin, you're a prisoner. And whomever you yield to, if you yield your, to your flesh and, and sin, you're yielding to Satan. And that means you're his servant. Or if you yield to the spirit, to to, yeah, to to peace and to wanting love and unity, you're yielding to the Heavenly Father. And you're his servant. You do know we are the ones. I am the one. You are the ones that gives Satan inroads into our life, that gives him a way to come into our life gives him permission to come in and cause hammock and destruction in our life. We're the one. Yes. And in Ephesians 4.27, it says, nor give place to the devil. Neither give place to Satan. Neither give place to the devil. See, he takes whatever place you give him through your thoughts, words, emotions, and actions. Satan will take advantage of whatever you give him. If it's resentment, he'll take that. And then he'll come in and, and with that he'll bring unforgiveness. He'll bring hate. He doesn't work. They don't work in one. They work in packs like wild dogs. So, are you going to allow strife to open the door to Satan for Satan to come in and do what he wants? Because, you know, you can have people praying for you, laying head, hands on you, pouring oil over your head, over your whole body. It's not going to work. 
if you have given Satan an inroad into your life with strife, I don't care how much prayer you get. It's just not going to happen. He'll say, I don't have to go because I have a right to be here. He or she has strife in her life. And that opens the door for me because where there's strife, there is confusion. And he'll say, I am the father of confusion. And every evil work, every evil work, so he can call in violence, hate, rape, whatever he wants to call it. This is real, beloved. This is true. And I hope that you can really receive this teaching, this short teaching on strife. This is what the Father put on my heart. And this is some of the teaching I would while attending Karis Bible College. And I did it uh, online, of course. There's so much strife in the world and there's so much strife in so many people's lives. There's so much strife in so many churches. It's, it's no wonder there's no power there because Satan is there. <laughs> confusion is there. And as long as there's strife, confusion, every evil work will be there and you can believe all of Yah's Good work will not be there. Heavenly Father, we want to come before you and repent in repentance for all the time I have lived in strife or have allowed strife in my life. And those listening, you can be in agreement with me so this prayer can be for you too. Father, we come acknowledging that strife gives Satan the way into our lives. It is not your way. You made us in your image, in your likeness. You don't have strife, confusion, and evil work in you. So you made us in your image. We don't have to be like that. Oh, Father, I we repent, come in repentance and asking forgiveness for this, for voluntarily living in strife, calling it drama, or thinking this is just a part of it, or the excuse of, well, that's just how I am. I can't help myself. Oh, forgive us, Father. For we knew not what we were doing then, but we know now we've heard your message of strife, And Father, we come as we come in repentance and forgiveness, we forgive us and we receive your forgiveness. Because when we truly have a repentant heart, you listen, you forgive, you forgive us. We were forgiven. Our sins were paid for. Nailed to that tree, that pole that's called the cross on Calvary. Thank you. Thank you. We turn from our ways, Father, and we bind, we bind the spirit of strife. We bind the spirit of confusion. We bind the spirit of control. We bind the kingdom of darkness in our lives. In the name, above all names, which is Yah, Yahusha, Masha, he who is called Jesus today. And we loose 
shalom. We lose love, joy, peace, gentleness, kindness, patience, goodness, faithfulness, self-discipline. We lose your wisdom. We lose the goodness of Yah. We lose the kingdom of heaven into our lives. And we give thanks to you for being so loving and forgiving, so understanding that you sent your son, your only begotten son, your living word to experience what we experience so that he could intercede for us because you're so perfect. You, you don't understand this weakness, this evil, this, this, what this sinful flesh is going through because it was never intended for us. But since your son, our savior, went through this as a man of dirt and did not sin, he paid the price for our, not only our sick sins and iniquities, but our sickness and diseases as well, and took the curse upon himself. You can now hear our prayers and understand it because we're seated in him. And he is interceding for us. He is the great intercessor. Thank you, Abya. Shishe Baba. Nagore Baba. Oh, thank you, Father. Tudaraba Yawa. Thank you, Heavenly Father. And I decree, declare, and plead and pray this all in the name of your beloved Son. Masya Yahusha, Yahusha, my Savior, salvation. He who is known to most and called by most, Jesus. Hallelujah. Okay, beloved. I hope you were able to get something from this message. It's very important. You know, look beyond my thoughts and just get the message here, the need, what the Father wants you to know. Listen to it more than once. And, you know, take a look over your life, re review your life, and say, Do I have strife? Is there strife at my job when I go there? Is there strife in my church? Am I involved in strife with anyone in my church and my family? And if the answer is yes, what do you have? You have this confusion and Satan, that's Satan, the father of confusion. And you have every evil work, everything evil there. Beloved, do you hear me? I don't know if that frightens you, but it frightens me. Everything, in other words, anything evil you can think of has access there. And just make a change. Isn't it wonderful? We can repent like if we did and change and start over. And he just, he's willing. He says, come. Yes. He'll renew you. Hallelujah. All right, beloved family. Beloved, my beloved family. of Heart to Heart and a whole kingdom ministry. Thank you for joining me today. And until we meet again, Yah willing, of course. And if I live to do so, Shalom. Peace be with you.
See you next time, beloved.